When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. FPL Game Week 26 team selection. I'm sat here with Triple Liverpool, all injured, all with a blank fixture this week, plus a few other players with a blank fixture in Game Week 26. So today we're going to take you through my Game Week 26 team selection, the transfers that I'm considering making this week. I'm also considering a potential minus four to get the best 11 out this week and plan for future weeks as well. What is up everyone, FPL Harry here before we dive in, 1000 likes on the video is the aim, subscribe if you are new around here as well. And before we look at Game Week 26, a Game Week 25 review, I got 95 points actually, which was 7 above my safety score. So I did get a green arrow in Game Week 25 from 35k up 10,000 places to 25, just inside the top 25,000 in the world. A score... I didn't really expect as the game week was going on, but yeah, to tick along to get a green arrow was very, very nice this week, given last week I did take a minus eight. Now, in my team, it was actually the single game week players that really did it for me. So Saka came in with a 15, Ollie Watkins, who I kept, came in with a 13, and then of course, triple captain on Erling Haaland came in with a 30-point haul. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm thrilled with a 30-point triple captain. 10 is kind of the minimum you want from a triple captain. Double digits, that's fine. And a double for someone like Haaland. I would have wanted more. He should have had more with the amount of chances he got. But I can't complain too much. A lot of us played it on him. So didn't massively do anything for my rank, however many points he scored. Then let's talk about double Luton. So Doughty with just one point. But the hero of the game week is Kaminsky. He came in with a seven-point return. He made six saves in the first game and got a bonus point and made nine saves in the second game. He got seven. Dubravka, who I sold and would have started this week at home to Bournemouth, scored just two points for me this week. Two points for him. Kaminsky with a seven. That's a five-point difference, meaning the minus four has paid off by one point. I am one point better off because I brought Kaminsky in this week over having to bravk it in my team. However, the other part of the minus eight did involve buying Darwin, Jota and Doughty, which didn't go well. To be honest, I don't sit here and regret those transfers at all. I needed a cheap defender who freed up the money from Poro to buy Doughty. And I'm so glad I sold Poro because he is, of course, now injured and doesn't have a game this week. Jota and Darwin, what they could have done this week if they'd have played both games. Liverpool scored seven goals this game week. If Jota and Darwin, they combined for the first goal, if they'd have played both games, then I just feel like what could have been with a pair of them. So I still feel like in hindsight, it was a good transfer. I'm glad I made the transfers, but I didn't get the points because unfortunately they did get injured. So then to just briefly cover off where we're at with chip strategies to then further explain a few transfers that I'm going to make probably this week. So a reminder of how the schedule is looking. We're going into the blank in game with 26. We've got a double in game with 28 coming up for Bournemouth and Luton. And then the big blank in game week 29. Blank and double in game week 34 and double in game week 37. Now, a few of you asked, 
asking about exactly what this means about when we'll know about blanks and doubles in our teams over the next few weeks. So going into game week 27, we will have game week 29 confirmed who's going to blank. And going into game week that week, we'll have a very good indication of what game week 34 will look like. So we'll be able to predict game week 34 reasonably well. And then going into game week 30 is when we'll either have it confirmed or have a very, very good guess, a very, very good estimate of what the rest of the season will be like. So going into game week 30, after the game week 29 blank, we should have a very good understanding of what the rest of the season looked like. Now, my two chip strategies are strategy one and two on here. I posted these on Twitter with a little bit of explanation if you're wondering about what chip strategy to play in your team this week. One and two are going to be very popular unless there's lots of cup upsets going into game week 27, in which case strategy three or four with a game week 27 wildcard will become a little bit more popular. Strategy one is the free hit game week 29. That is currently my favorite strategy at the moment. Wildcard in game week 35, so I can just plan for the doubling game week 34 and bench boost in the big doubling game week 37. It does mean I can use my transfers this week and over the next few weeks to buy players I actually want into my team and not have to worry about whether they're going to have a fixture or not in game week 29. Because at the moment, there are only six teams guaranteed to play in game week 29 and five of them have a fixture this week. Of course, Spurs is probably the one who are most investable at the moment, but they don't have a fixture this week. So I could buy Aston Villa. I could buy West Ham, but I'd rather free hit game week 29, delay the wild card and actually use my transfer transfers on players I want this week. So looking at those potential transfers, the first one is Darwin and I just I'm not going to buy anyone else than Dom Solanke this week. Solanke has that doubling game week 28 which I'm not going to want to go without him. He has Manchester City at home this week, then Burnley away and then Sheffield United and Luton at home in the double. There's just no other forward that I want because if I buy someone else, I'm going to want Solanke for Burnley away next week. And then I'm definitely going to want him for a double. So if I go to someone like Hoyland, who I did discuss in my transfer plans video earlier in the week, I'm now like, well, if I go there, I'm either going to have to sell Hoyland again when game week 27 or 28 comes around to get Solanke. Or I'm going to have to sell Haaland because Ollie Watkins is going nowhere from my team. So it doesn't really make sense to use an extra transfer. And despite the fixture this week, Solanke is at home. City have been leaking goals. Yes, they didn't leak any midweek. They did get that clean sheet, but we have seen them leak goals. And if they're going to leak goals, Slanky might get involved. So hopefully Bournemouth do score in that game. But I just think it's the sensible thing to do long term. Darwin out. He's flagged at the moment. We don't know exactly when he's going to be back, but I'd want to sell him anyway because he doesn't have a fixture to just buy Dom Slanky this week. Next up in midfield, Jota is likely to be out for a longer period of time, so he is an easier sell in my team. Of course, blanks this week, but we are not expecting Jota back for Liverpool for a few months. So if you do have him, he is a sell. And there are two real options for me. The third option that's not mentioned here is Douglas Louise, and I would go with him if I think I want to keep my options open for a game week 29 non-free hit. Because the two options that we've got here are both predicted to blank at the moment in game week 29. Arsenal, of course, play against Chelsea, who are still in the FA Cup. And Wolves play against Bournemouth, who are both still in the FA Cup. But Odegaard is the first one, actually. He's looked so good the past couple of games. Back-to-back double-digit returns. And Arsenal are absolutely cooking at the moment. They were not good in the Champions League last night against Porto, which does worry me very slightly. But... They are playing a Newcastle team, which we have to admit are not defending well at the moment. Then they go away to Sheffield United, which is a fantastic fixture. 
Plus, they have a really nice run going and they are probably the most informed team when it comes to scoring goals in line with Liverpool. But Liverpool don't have a fixture and they're suffering a lot of injuries, which makes it hard to invest in them this week. The other one is the cheaper one, which maybe makes my transfers over the next few weeks slightly easier. And that is Hwangi Chan. I do prefer him over Neto. We aren't 100% certain that he is going to be on penalties. Sarabia of Wolves has also taken penalties for them and has a great record. I think it's 17 scored out of 17. And they've never had a penalty where both Huang and Sarabia are on the pitch. So we don't actually know who's likely to take the penalty for Wolves. It might be Huang, which is a little bit of a boost for him, but it's not 100% certain. But even with that, it is Sheffield United this week. Then it's away at Newcastle, which I have said is a decent enough fixture. He is likely to play up front in the absence of Cunha as well. Both of these, I think, are such good options. I kind of wish I could buy both of them into my team. I like them so much. Huang is probably the better this week, but I can't look past the form that Arsenal are in, how many goals I just expect them to score every week. And owning Saka doesn't do anything for my rank now. Everyone has Saka, and going Odegaard as a double-up could mean when Arsenal score 4-5-6 like they have over the past couple of weeks, and they could do with some of the fixtures they have coming up, that Odegaard could just be a great additional differential. And then into defence, Trent out again. We don't know when he's going to be back. But again, with no fixture this week, I do probably plan on selling him. We'll go with Wolves again. Ain't Norrie, Sheffield United at home, Newcastle away and a nice run of fixtures going forward. I still prefer him over Dawson. It might not be the right pick on paper, but he's just more attacking. He's playing sort of left midfield. He's very, feels very nailed at the moment. I've asked some Wolves fans and they're very positive about his minutes going forward. So I do really like what he can offer. A great fixture this week as well. The other one is Dallow. Now, Manchester United, let's see what happens with the injury potentially to Maguire, who got taken off at half-time, or was that just caused by a yellow card? They have Fulham at home this week. They have some really nice switches coming up as well. Of course, both these teams are predicted at the moment to have a blank in game week 29, but... They're both very attacking, nice fixtures. Manchester United probably slightly better for clean sheets than maybe Wolves have been this season, but there's not that much to pick between them. They're both very attacking. If I'm going to go with Huang, maybe I don't want to double up on Wolves. Maybe that's a little bit over the top, so I'd go with Dallow. But if I'm not going to go with Huang, then having a piece of Wolves at home to Sheffield United feels like making Eight Nori a better pick. So looking at my team for this week, of course, I've got two transfers. So I did roll last week. So I do have a little bit of flexibility in my team. Ariola starting in goal. I don't have a choice. Kaminsky on my bench doesn't have a fixture, but let's see what Ariola can do. Into defence, that's the first part of a minus four that I do plan on taking this week. I've got Trippier and I've got Gabriel playing against each other. It's far from ideal, but in game week 26, in a blank you just have to put out all the fixtures you can. I do have Charlie Taylor on my bench away at Crystal Palace. And in theory, I could play him over Trippier, but I don't really want to do that. Part of the reason I'm taking a minus four this week is because I don't rate Charlie Taylor enough this week or going forward that I ever want to have to play him. So selling Trent in order to not play Charlie Taylor feels like a sensible thing to do. I do plan on buying Aignor into my defence at home to Sheffield United. That is because in my midfield, I plan on not buying Hwang Hee Chan and I actually plan on buying Martin Odegaard to double up with Bukayo Saka. The fixture this week is not as good, but from game week 27 onwards, the fixtures are probably slightly better for Arsenal and they are predicted to score more goals every week than Wolves are. And if Saka ever continues to hand penalties away, 
it is Martin Odegaard that he might be handing them to. Elsewhere in midfield, we've got Anthony Gordon away at Arsenal. Again, it's not ideal having five players in that fixture all against each other, but there's not massively things I can do about it, given I already own four of them, and I want to buy Odegaard for the future. And then we have Phil Foden. He blanked in both in the double. Let's see what happens with Kevin De Bruyne's injury, because if De Bruyne is injured, we might have seen him back central, which would be a massive boost. Could do with a return even a start for him this week because he has played a lot of minutes recently. And then up front, we have Haaland, slanky new transfer in, and Ollie Watkins. There's not much to talk about in my forward line. The bench, there's not much to talk about as well because all of them have a blank apart from Charlie Taylor this week. Captaincy is very, it's probably close on paper between Watkins and Haaland. Both are on great form. Well, Watkins is actually on better form given recent returns, but I'm not going to move off Haaland. It is a good fixture away at Bournemouth. Bournemouth have been good going forward, but they have been conceding chances. So Haaland captain, Watkins vice captain is the plan with a minus four this week. So having a look at what that means for my team over the next few weeks. As I said, the plan is eight Nori into my defence. Again, the fixtures are pretty nice. Sheffield United at home, Fulham at home, Bournemouth at home, Burnley away. I'd probably bench him in the two other weeks of Newcastle away and Aston Villa away and just play him in those particular two. If I play my free hitting game week 29, I don't need to worry about that Bournemouth at home fixture. Into midfield, Martin Odegaard. Again, as I said, those fixtures coming up are really nice. Newcastle at home, Sheffield United away, Brentford at home in the next three, then Manchester City and then Luton. And even after game week 31, the fixtures continue to look really nice for them. And Solanke just makes no sense to buy someone else for me this week. He has scored goals against big teams, particularly Newcastle this season. He's done it back to back against them. Then it's Burnley. Then it's the nice double. And then Everton at home, Crystal Palace at home. So Solanke, despite the fixture, does feel like a no brainer. Going into game week 27, I'd have a couple of things to decide this week. I could, in theory, roll my transfer. I'd probably bench Foden and bring Palmer back in. I'd have really nice run of fixtures across my midfield and forward line. Into defence. I'd have Trippier, I'd have Gabriel, that's fine. Alfie Doughty would play at home to Aston Villa if he is back available. If not, I might be forced into a transfer in defence. The other thing is getting Son back. That is when the Spurs fixtures do start to look really nice. So from game week 27 onwards, so Crystal Palace at home, Villa away, Fulham in the blank, but then Luton, West Ham, Nottingham Forest. I could do Foden out to Son that week with my one free transfer and potentially just play him over someone that's the difficult part it probably would be Gordon I know he's at home but Gordon would always be the one that I'd want to drop out compared to my other front eight that we've got the questions will be how do I get Salah in now I could go to Salah in this position but I would be forced to sell probably Kieran Trippier now to be honest at some point I just want an excuse to sell Trippier he's been really really poor recently there aren't that many defences that I would go to, but I would probably buy Senesi of, um, how do I spell his name? There we go. Senesi of Bournemouth, because they'd have Burnley away followed by the double, and I'd want him for that week anyway. That would be another minus four, which doesn't massively feel like something I'd want to do. But if Salah is going to be fair, which we don't actually know at the moment, because of course he missed out against Luton, I could do Salah for a minus four, selling trippier but adding a doubler in game week 28 when the fixture does come around or i could just go straight to son for one free transfer this week so that's my current plans over the next couple of weeks minus four this week and then salah or son probably in for foden next week if i'm not 100 percent sold on them i could just roll the transfer but one of them will probably come in depending on maybe salah's injury 
how we think Spurs are going to do and any cup upsets, right? What it means going into game week 29, which is why I don't massively want to plan too far ahead in this video because between game week 26 and 27, we will learn a lot, which might change my future plans. But that's roughly where we're at. It is likely to be a minus four again this week. I don't hate it because I don't massively want to play Charlie Taylor and it is a transfer I want to make further down the line. And Darwin and Jota probably both need to leave my team given injuries and because I need Solanke in my team pretty soon. So that is my team selection for this week. We'll be back with a final decisions video on Friday afternoon and a two-hour deadline stream on Saturday. Thank you all so much for watching. 1,000 likes on the videos. The aim. Drop any questions you have about your team in the comment section down below as well. Subscribe if you are new around here, and we'll be back again very soon. Podcast Network.